Welcome back to The Square. I'm your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. We are back talking about football. Feels good. Everybody is in training camp now. Yes. It is football season. About damn time. <laughs> Uh, in big news has broken out this week in the NFL world, so we'll get into that in a minute here. Uh, today is the 27th, so it is Tuesday. Uh, I think training camp officially starts on Wednesday. Everybody reported on Sunday. A lot of the NFL legal jargon and days that they can start, this, that, the other. Right. Are you going training to camp the, is here. <laughs> so are you going to the Vikings training camp tomorrow? No, I don't think I've ever been. I, I if I have right time, I know I, I, I literally, <laughs> literally I pass right it almost road. every day. We mm-hmm. we drive down that way all the time, and I I literally I get to see and them. I literally pass it every day. Oh yeah, you you work over every that way. <laughs> so just, I was just curious, just just and, and, and you know considering that we're you know it yeah. is here. I've never been to it. I just I don't think I want to be around that many Vikings fans. Hmm. <laughs> well, well put. <laughs> That's why I asked, are you going to say <laughs> I, I mean, it would be nice. It's just Vikings fans are a different breed. And if you're not from Minnesota, you really don't know. Oh, it, it's so... I'll tell, tell, tell the fans. They, they are so obnoxious. Just It's insane. Uh, the, I mean, the, the optimism. <laughs> is, I don't even know if that's the proper word that they... It can't be optimism because it, it, it has no logic to it. It, it doesn't. It, and that's what confuses me because these are also people that are Twins fans that won't cheer for anything until there is the most exciting play in the world happening and then it immediately goes quiet again. And that's a whole nother. You remember? Oh, oh my God. You remember that? <laughs> I don't want to get on air talk. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> people, trust me. It's. Vikings uh, fans are a different breed. Um, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Minnesota-based fans are just different. Yeah. In, in baseball and football, we'll put it that way. Um, basketball is different. not that bad. And, 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 of course, the Wilds fans, it's just, those are different breeds. Yeah. But, yeah, something about the Twins and the Vikings fans here, and if they're both, oh, gosh, it is the worst <laughs> fan base on the planet. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. They, they compete pretty close with Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans don't bother me too much. Okay, I, 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 that's a, it's funny. I never got in a run in with, with a Cowboys fan ever. It, you know, I've had some people that speaking did that, of, but I, never, just, but, I guess uh, Cowboys fans have this stigma. But I've never ran into a, a true like Cowboys are my team, so I I will agree I with you there. I've I've run three into times one. and never into a Cowboys really fan. like 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 a, like a just a bleeding heart one. Yeah. Oh, not, that's not, a lie. I have ran into one. And he was actually pretty cool. So um, I'm not gonna. But I did hear. <laughs> I've heard about yeah. that. But I've never experienced. Now nah, I got into it with a bunch of cheeseheads, you know. And I'm talking about during <laughs> Super Bowl time. Yeah. Like, and after mm-hmm. you really have to. It's almost at the level of what we're dealing with here. I mean, but it's ten times that. I mean, know? I've never. I mean, for as much as I hate the Packers, it's not because of their fans. <laughs> it's just because no. they keep breaking no, no, my no, heart. No, 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 and, 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 I, and yeah. because I've ran into a, quite a few Packers fans, and every single Packer fan that I know, I like they, they, I'm cool with. Like, you know what most Packer fans do? You they, already know. They just gonna put on they, they put they put on their flags, yeah, and let that speak for itself. They, put, and, they know, literally go put on that cheese hat. They go put on what? their, their well, Aaron the cheese hat thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I say that for the stadium. <laughs> Unfortunately, I ain't seen nobody walking around with no, that no, nonsense. I, but, I'm messing with them, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, which you you know, even as a Bears fan, I mean, in most yeah. most 
respectable Bears fans respect this. Like we, it's a respect thing, yeah. you know. When you have you see winning franchises, man, you know, you ain't got to say a whole lot. You, you know, <laughs> history speaks for itself. You know, true. So yeah, Minnesota. Hmm. I guess until you get a history. <laughs> oh, I think that's the thing for me is because the Vikings fans that I know they try to come at me for being a Bears fan, and I'm like, D- at least I got a chip. Like, man, it wasn't during my lifetime, but still. I mean, like, at least we've been there twice. I mean. Well, at least we're be, not 0 for 4. I know they could be like, we've been there four times. I mean, yeah. What, what about in your lifetime, though? True. That's all I want to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, that's like, true. You know, it, yeah, you've been there twice. <laughs> I, I've In my lifetime, I've seen them once. Because, I mean, just imagine these poor Bulls fans now. These millennial Bulls fans. You're telling me. Oh, my God. We have six chips. How many did you see? None. You know, <laughs> not a single one. <laughs> Oh my God! You missed the golden era. <laughs> but hey, my point being, I will no, say, no, no, no. My point I, being, yeah, you did. Obviously. I got to see one. Oh well, no, I went back and watched them. But right. during my lifetime, I was around for the for the last one. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah. You I was sleep. on this earth. You in the bed, breathing, sleep, <laughs> unconscious to everything around you. <laughs> I don't know. What are you six months? Less <laughs> than. I think it was like three months old at the time. May, June. June. Oh my God! Yeah. No, you may have been one month, one a month and a half. Month and a half. Oh, yeah, because back then it probably was around June. It was June. in June. Yeah. 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 Jeez, you weren't even a month old. Jeez. <laughs> I think I was holding you when they were. I think I told you. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. That, that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, b- back to football. Back to uh, football. Yes. How did we even get to basketball? <laughs> we were talking about yeah. Was, Jeez. But football season is technically now in full swing and and now especially now that the nba finals is over i'm devoting most of my about 90 percent of my time to football whether that's fantasy or actual football that remains to be seen but it is it is always going to be football related from probably here until the end of the season outside of the nba free agency so (laughs) effortless work here yeah oh you know literally (laughs) just get to watch football and that is what is the best that's the job working man. watch this stuff <laughs> exactly uh, today we are going to continue our series of divisional previews we take our trip down to the afc south um surprisingly not the worst division in football we talked about that last week uh, <laughs> no it's not, actually no but i think there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in the afc south and I think it's kind of a toss-up of a division, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, but we will be discussing division winners as we have uh, and kind of predicting the outcomes of, of this division, some biggest addition and subtraction. And uh, honestly, I think we're going to spend most of our time with the storylines coming out of this uh, division uh, at this time as well. Yep. So let's go ahead and dive right into that. Um, first things first, if we're going to talk about storylines, big news came out this week. Sean Watson reports a training camp. Mm. Kind of expected that. He said that he didn't want to pay the $50,000 fine. Literally, there's the only reason why he's there. But they did apparently have some sort of a meeting when they got, when he reported to training camp on Sunday, either Sunday or Monday. They had a, a discussion. And now it seems like Houston is finally, after six, seven, eight months now. God, this has been so long. <laughs> They're finally on the board on our side saying, Deshaun Watson, we are willing to trade you. Wow. So it took all that. <sighs> Two words. <laughs> Justin 
feels. Yeah. yeah we are true. so. I got two words. That. Russell Watson. Russell Watson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wow. I think that's huge news. Deshaun Watson is more than likely going to be on the move. I know we're not going to get into the whole legal aspect of what's going on with Deshaun Watson, but with that, that is going to create some hurdles for uh, this this franchise to move him. So that is still remaining to be seen. But I do suspect with everything that's happening that we will see Russell Watson. Sorry. Wow. Uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> like he really said. Yeah. No, Deshaun Watson on the move uh, before the start of the season. I, I, I don't know which team it's going to be as it stands right now, uh, but I do think he will not be in a Houston uniform week one. Mm. Interesting. Um, so that's my bold take there. But um, let's talk <laughs> division winners or where do you want to start with this? With the South? Um, Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we can I don't necessarily want to come out the gate with predictions, but. OK, well, then let's talk storylines yeah, and, and story additions lines. and subtractions to start here. And I guess we already started talking about it. Houston. Uh, my number one question when I was doing the preview for this was literally last week. So uh, my number one question was, will Deshaun Watson report to training camp? And that is answered. Um, yes, he will. He is at training camp. So that's big. Um, and then any idea what his role is supposed to be as, as far as he's there. But like, I think he's taken the approach of I'm here. I think he's, he's literally taking, taking the Marshawn Lynch approach. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I, I think mean, he's like, not. Is he taking first first. I don't think he's reps, taking any reps. Like that? Okay. I think he is literally sitting on the sidelines with his helmet. On, yep. Just, yep. Drinking Gatorade, and sipping on water. Hey, talking. Tyrod, it's nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. You gonna tush your hip on that one? Yeah. Okay. No, he, I don't think he's giving any pointers. <laughs> I think he's just sitting there like cool. Like, gotcha. all, all my friends are gone. JJ Watt's gone. DeAndre Hopkins gone. <laughs> like, I think he's 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 done. He's ready to move on. And and <sighs> I think the discussion that he had is, yeah, I, we are ready to move on. I we understand we're not going to have you regardless. So we will see what we can do to move you. Um, depending on if that happens or if that happens or not, that remains to be seen. So, um, but the the question was will he report and yes he will he he's not willing to take the fifty thousand dollars because houston is petty um (laughs) (laughs) uh, the other question that i had for this team is well initially i've been hearing rumblings from online houston isn't really saying that they're in a rebuild yet which (laughs) what I was shocked to see. Um, so I, I'm ready to say that this need this team is in a full full fledged rebuild, especially now that you don't have that that you're willing to move to Sean Watson. So they're in one whether they <laughs> declare it or not. So okay. this is, I mean, it's been a fire sale for the last two years without them even realizing it. Well, they do have some key, and I, and I kind I guess I would somewhat understand because I do have a pretty high outlook on Tyrod Taylor bringing him in is I think serviceable. And I think he can keep your team afloat. I mean, if you're just looking back what he did the last time or before he got his lung punctured uh, by a doctor um, back in Cleveland, before he got injured there, Mm -hmm. he was playing actually pretty good football, despite Freddie kitchens being a horrible head coach. 
Right. So, I mean, I, I, I think I, I still have a pretty high outlook on Tyrod Taylor. I think I have a higher outlook on Tyrod Taylor than most do. Um, but clearly they've lost J.J. Watt and Will Fuller, uh, but then they bring in uh, Tyra Taylor and then the rookie Davis Mills as well, and Philip Lindsay, I would say, is their other big addition. So I, I don't know if they're trying to say that they're in the same spot and they're in a, in a good good state with where they're at. I don't believe that, especially now that you lose to Sean Watson. Um, I'm not sold on their defense by any means, and offensively there's a lot of work that needs to to kind of be built around Tyra Taylor for him to be successful still. Um look, keep it in mind, there's a couple of more offensive weapons on there. Not the super big giant They did get, just get Bell. Anthony Miller. I know. <laughs> but there's a name you didn't you didn't mention Rex yeah. Burkhead is over there now. True. He's over there and they do have Chris Conley. Wide receiver not just just some <laughs> serviceable people. This is <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> Chris Conley <laughs> And Dante Moncrief, these, these were some serviceable number yeah. three, number four guys, respectively, where they came from. Um, Chris Conley just came from Jacksonville by way of um, Kansas City. Um, Dante Moncrief, he just came from New England by way of Indianapolis. And, you know, <clears throat> and they both have had their moments. I'm, I'm just saying from a depth, I, I guess I look at it from, if you want to say, oh, they're giving, they're giving uh, Tyrod Taylor all the weapons they can possibly give him. You know? <laughs> Considering what their budget was working with, I was actually pretty impressed. I'm like, when you put it all together, like from an offensive standpoint, I was like, wow. Yeah. At least they went out there and grabbed somebody. They didn't go out there. You know how you get that one signing and then yeah. all of a sudden everything else is just practice players and, you know, they didn't do that. And I was like, so. They they really did try to put a team around them. So, so I'm like, they did what they could. They're doing nothing. Like, so I, I agree with what you're saying. I think they are in a, a full rebuild. Yeah. They, they just, I just don't, I think from a PR standpoint, I think they don't want to. They, just they don't, don't want to go say there. It. No, for whatever reason. All right. You know, scared, scared. The I, not that you can, not that I don't think you can scare them any further, but, you know, don't want to scare your season ticket holders off. Look at the team. What the hell just happened <laughs> in the last six months? What I'd have been the first one, like, man, refund. I don't want none of these games. I mean, you know, I don't want a complimentary preseason game tickets. I don't want nothing. nothing. I'm, I'm good. I want nothing to do with you. I'm good. Where, where do Sean Watson go? I go with him. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm not watching y'all. I'm here to watch. Let me be real clear. I watch this guy play with these players. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, man. with that, I. I Man, if they found a way to keep Deshaun Watson, I'm not trying to change the storyline. I'm just saying, with these people, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Houston is not necessarily a playoff team, yeah. but hell, they ain't in the cellar no more. That's all I was getting at. But mm. with that being said, I'm saying with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, no, I'm still looking at it. I'm like, man, but because uh, because my other thing is that we're we're talking about offensively. Yeah, Deshaun Watson can definitely carry a team offensively, and that that offense would be probably top. 15 top 12 maybe yeah, put you, you push me. I'm going higher register with that one <laughs> like, I, I, I like, ooh, it's getting ooh. close <laughs> ooh, I said they got some pieces but, man, they, they no I, but I do, I do think Philip Lindsay does bring a lot to the running game and, and, yes. and Rex Burkhead is that kind of change of pace back so yeah. I, I do kind of like that obviously who the hell are you throwing to? But <laughs> but with that, Anthony uh, Miller, Dante Moncrief, Chris Conley. <laughs> who? No. Uh, and who was still there when they? Randall Cobb. Left. 
Oh, no way. But Randall Cobb is apparently getting traded to the Packers. Uh, I think that was a part of uh, Aaron Rodgers' whole... Get to... Yeah, we'll get man, to the NFC well, North in a few four weeks. Weeks. <laughs> weeks. Weeks from now. Stop it. Stop uh, it. But they, there is stuff <laughs> going so on there. so much more to talk about, Dan, anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but it does sound like Randall Cobb is going to be on the move. But they yeah. did get Anthony Miller. So I think, I guess, is Anthony Miller technically their number one if Randall Cobb is not there? That's a good question. Um... I don't know, because I mean, because I mean, I will say still... we've had a very close look at Anthony Miller over the last three years. Man, it is disappointing. And is it just he needs a change of scenery? Is it like he just couldn't function under Allen Robinson? Because uh, it, it, it was literally just Allen Robinson. It was and it was supposed to be Anthony Miller's as number two, and then Darnell <laughs> Mooney broke out. Sorry, for whatever reason. <laughs> Sorry. It, it just they I mean there was there was rumblings about he, you know, he wasn't following the playbook properly. He just wasn't picking it up. Yeah. You know, and he changed routes in the middle of the routes. He, you know, he, he just he improvised and but his imp his improvising just did not fit what they were trying to do. And I'm like, dude, you're in Chicago. Run the plays the way they write them. <laughs> you know, That's you know true. what I'm saying? We don't we we don't run no exotic offense, you know, where all of that, where again, team that got nothing, man, this dude might have a bounce back player of the year, you know, maybe you just never yeah. know, but he could, That's, part- I mean, with Tyrod Taylor too. I mean, like, I'm not saying he's the mm-hmm. greatest thing since sliced bread, but I mean, still Tyrod Taylor is a, he's a very serviceable quarterback. I, I think people underrate him. I know he's had a lot of injuries and a lot of things go wrong. Most of those injuries, not his fault. I mean, obviously, Houston has a horrible offensive line, so you are worried about Tyrod Taylor standing back there. But man, I, I just I think that if he is able to play seventeen games this season, mm-hmm. you're going to look at a dude that's probably the in the top half of the league in in QBR next year. Hmm. If I run off some of these wide receiver names to you, you're going. <laughs> Well, that's not even. I'm gonna go in. You know, I I, 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 I think I've named the best ones already. That, True. That's, okay. So, so you asked a very good question. Would he be arguably yes? Okay. I, I mean, and I they traded for him. I'm like, well, let's start putting the pieces together. Didn't give up much for him. Um. So. Yeah, you was not. Uh, not I I'm not, not disappointed that deal. <laughs> I I'm disappointed that it was a pick swap. I just wish they would have got a pick straight up back for him. I think that's where I have an issue. I I feel like we shouldn't have to give back a pick to send off. Alan, oh, uh, it was him and a pick. That from what from what I read, I thought it was him just because for... they haven't come out with the official. This is exactly what happened because oh. we still don't even know what pick we got back for him. Oh, I but didn't know that. From okay. what I because that's what I was trying to tell you because it was no, it's through text, so it didn't really make too much sense. But I haven't like I from what I read, I think it was a pick swap in Allen Robinson. I mean, not Allen Robinson. Oof. That would have been horrible. Uh, Anthony Miller. Uh, that would have been the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm used to that kind of Looking thing. at that, I was like, okay, we can do a pick swap. That's fine. But we should have gotten back another pick. Like, I, I do think that Anthony okay. Miller is still worth a, a late round pick. Right. Like, I, I don't think we should have to give up a pick and him to just get one pick in return. I think that, that if that's the case, that is a bad value trade. I see what you're saying. I would have just kept him. 
Yeah, and that's what I was saying to you. I was like, yeah, in that case, I would have just kept what he possibly could be. Right. If 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 we had to give up another pick uh, for it, his contract expires and send him on his way. Yeah, be done with him. So I mean, if we can sit there and hold down Rawls on our Nalls on our Ryan Nall. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I put it all together. Said Rawls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then I mean, I mean, would it, would it really behoove us to keep him one more season? But and again, with that being said, moving forward, I mean, and, and I guess one thing I will say, I am still interested to see if Anthony Miller can have a successful career because I do, I do like him. I mean, as as a guy that's been on on this roster and watching him so closely the last mm-hmm. three years, I do see the potential being there. It's just a matter of if if he can put it all together and I don't know if Houston's the best place for that, but Hey, he didn't have a say. So, um, no, um, I did like with, I did, they did have some, um, some notable pickups on the defensive end. And I thought that, hell, it would help any team. Please enlighten me. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> at edge, they picked up Shaq Lawson. And I'm saying what's notable for, for Houston. Houston. <laughs> okay. I, did you see go breaking ahead. news <laughs> flashing across your phone anytime in the last eight weeks with Houston written over it and not Deshaun Watson? No. It is, come on. That's why I said enlighten hey, me. I hey, want to see what you got. It's a segment. Okay. All right. Got Shaq Lawson at the edge who came over from Miami. <laughs> you know. Um cornerback Terrence Mitchell from Cleveland. Okay. And who else do I got? That's the only two defensive. That was the only two notable defend, defensive players. But I have one other notable player that I think was probably going to be the, virtually one of the most, one of the more valuable pickups that they did. They brought in, they brought in Cameron Johnston from Philadelphia. Okay, punter. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be huge for them. Enough said. <laughs> They're gonna need him. They're gonna need they're gonna, that guy. He's gonna work he, out that leg. I'm, I'm not trying to <laughs> really not try to roast this thing, but what I say, I'm like, huh. And, and I, I do agree with you, weapons wise. Tyrod Taylor, Philip Lindsay, Rex Burkhead, Anthony Miller potentially, and whoever else kind of shows up. Maybe Dante Moncrief. <laughs> well, um, you, I mean, you did say Mark Ingram. I mean, oh yeah, Mark I, Ingram. I guess too. he's going to be a mentor because yeah, yeah. I, he's. I think this is going to be the last couple of years here. But um, with that, I'm just like, okay, we'll see. Like offensively if they can get going but defensively i don't think that they're their offensive line for one is going to stop them from scoring points their Mm. offensive line is putrid and then you're looking at a defense that is honestly to me is kind of in line with dallas's defense yeah I don't think anybody can get in line with that because they designed that defense and they just got to. Well, let's just say Texas is struggling defensively. True. <laughs> just leave it at that. I don't. It doesn't even matter the reasoning, but yeah, they're both about where they, you know, between thirty and thirty-one, or thirty-two and thirty-one, and you know, in, in, in ranked defenses. I mean, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they tried getting defensive guys. They got Kevin Pierre Lewis, Terrence Mitchell. Uh, they went to go get Jordan Jenkins. I mean, I mean they, you know, don't forget about the, you know, I mean, they got a couple of late, late round draft picks, you know, where you know, they yeah, got Gary Wallow horrible. in the fifth, huh? 
said their draft was horrible. I mean, but I'm just going based on yeah. what they were able to grab. You know, no, I get what you're you know saying. What I'm saying? It's I like, mean, they okay. didn't have a really good selection in the no, first place. No, they were in the like, man, a fantasy snake draft, and you are not allowed to start until week to, to round five. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, they did it to themselves, so um. right. But I mean, they had Garrett Garrett Wallow, the linebacker, in, in the fifth, and then a defensive tackle, Ryan Lopez. I don't know if these. I mean, based off of see. their defense, they might actually get some playing time this year. So, yeah, I, I just yeah, you, know, you got to put it all together and swing at it. Not look at it too, you know. <laughs> don't look at it too long. Yeah, so you know, so it can look somewhat acceptable. <laughs> you know? Okay. But, yeah, but well, yeah, that's Houston. So uh, let's talk Jacksonville. I mean, this is the the startup of of the division, I guess you would say. Um, they're they're I think they're a step ahead of Houston. I think they were in full bledged. <laughs> they were full. <laughs> you said a step. You said a step, like one step, huh? Really? <laughs> I'm like, I think, think I'm trying think not to rag on Houston. Of, just think higher of Jacksonville. Just just for a moment, since we're talking about them, just think a little bit better of them. I mean, my. <laughs> you said I think they're one step. I was trying- <laughs> one step. <laughs> That's it. Can I'm trying not to rag on Houston. I'm you didn't have to. You just could have kept going. Don't say one. I mean, but don't let's not disrespect Jacksonville in the process. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. They weigh more than one step. I'm sorry. Even if it's Jacksonville, like, yeah, Jacksonville. That's how much better, much better position they're in. You know, and they had a much better draft. They had a much better offseason. They had a much better everything going on. Houston is a man, they are. I, I'm gonna just say this: Houston is on 32 franchise. of my on my power rankings. I think we agree. <laughs> they have been pushed off the. Oh man, they are. Some, look, their floor and ceiling is 32. Ooh, Jesus! They are not going anywhere. I mean, this just they can just dial this. Season you think in that highly of it? They have Atlanta. To, yeah. Oof. Okay. I don't. I think <laughs> that that <laughs> accurately about Houston. This just look. They got to just play this season just to get to the next one. Because it yeah. don't even begin until next year for them, uh, and unfortunately, and you still got the Deshaun Watson thing hanging over. I just this this is a mess. Yeah, I agree. It's not a good. Situation. They needed to just say, let's just forfeit this. Year. <laughs> like we just going to just bow out this. Better year. to just save you know, face. You know, I'm just like do <laughs> not it, even you play know, the game. Got to do an NCAA thing. Give we're us just, the 0 and 16. <laughs> we'll take it. No, uh, we just gonna take an honorary 0 and 16. 0 and 18. 0 and 17. Oh, 17. We'll yeah. be the first 0 and 17 <laughs> team. And then didn't even need to play a game. Didn't play. Didn't hit the field once. <laughs> All right, Jacksonville though. Yes, is. <sighs> They've got promise. They've got Trevor Lawrence has arrived. I mean, that he, he's at training camp. He's mm-hmm. throwing touchdown passes to to Tim Tebow. Hair is flowing. Hair is flowing. Uh, <laughs> they are they're in a good situation out there in Jacksonville. Um, biggest additions, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is one rookie QB. Um, defensively, um, they picked up Shaq Griffin, which I think was kind of an underrated signing uh, at the time, uh, and then. They went to go. They ended up with Marvin Jones uh, at, at wide receiver, giving uh, Trevor Lawrence oh, another yeah, weapon. The free agency. I thought you said draft. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I meant free agency. Um, and then Carlos Hyde as well at running back to back up. Uh, yes. Robinson. So I think those are big. I mean, the only guy that they really lost. Oh, of come note, on! You're not going. You you going to give my man Philip Dorsett no love there. I, I you know wide like, receiver wise, I would take Marvin Jones over Philip Dorsett, but. You know what I've noticed? If a wide receiver is somewhere anywhere in a vicinity of four 
down four or five or six on the depth chart. You give no mention to these people whatsoever. No, 100% of the time. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just to put that in your head now. All right. Uh, I think the biggest note, really the only guy that they lost of note is Tyler Eifert. Mm. I mean, the other guys that they lost were guys that, honestly, I don't even know if they got signed elsewhere. So. Oh, man. But oh, can't believe out the Damian Wilson. Defensive end, linebacker, came from the Chiefs. I'm sorry, anything yeah. coming from Kansas City is a value piece to me. <laughs> True, that's fair. I, I'm just, I, I'm like everybody can't stay on the team. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> not a bad pickup. I, I, I like, man. I, I, of course, I already told you how much I like they draft, but then I started going through their free agent off season. I'm like, man, I actually like Jacksonville this year. I, I like them to be, you know, a legitimate turnaround team, like. Not saying anything finna start. Oh my god, they went out here and went nine two games. <laughs> Stop that. It's not, it's not based on win that. losses. It's based on yeah. this team can actually compete now. Yeah, that's you know they they're not, not getting blown out by teams. It's not it's not a cakewalk when you come right. Come it's to not like yeah, man. You know, after this first quarter, it's gonna be pretty much over for you. Yeah. you know, it's not necessarily gonna be that. You know, I think maybe against gonna Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Certain games, <laughs> they're gonna be more competitive. <laughs> I, it is what it is, you know. Like yeah. that's just about everybody that else in the league, anyway. Saying, <laughs> unfortunately, y'all gonna really look bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, you are Jacksonville. You know who yeah. you are. <laughs> you know you're not Houston, but you know who you are. I think the biggest question that I have for Jacksonville this season, or kind of looking forward, is just how long do you think this rebuild is going to take with with Trevor Lawrence at the helm? Like realistically, outlook. Obviously, I mean, both of us agree they're not they're not a playoff team this year. Um, when do you think that they'll be close to being in that wild card talk? Uh, when, when we get to when we get to weeks, what is it now? 14, 15, 16. Are we like when are we gonna be able to say, oh, Jacksonville is a legitimate contender of, of in these last few weeks? We got to watch out for them to to steal one of these spots uh, in, in the wild card. How long do you Give think that might take? take? <clears throat> you know, ups and downs, some ads, some drops, injuries, whatever the case. Um, I might have to say a minimum, <clears throat> minimum three seasons. Okay, I give them three more years because I mean they, this. At least I think they embraced it like, and they're a rebuild team, and they don't have a problem with that. They yeah. were one in fifteen last year. I mean, killed the draft, killing. I mean, serviceable free agency. Um, they got a. They have a nice young team. Um, do you expect Tim Tebow to coach. make the roster? Oh, I don't know. I hope he does though. You know, I, I don't, because I, you know, I, to, for me, for how I'm evaluating him, I don't know if with this Urban Meyer thing, like, is it really going to be based on his performance only? Is with it, everything happening in Jacksonville right now, I'm, I'm more, as the days go by, I'm more like getting lower and lower on Urban Meyer as a head coach in the NFL. Are you? Yeah. But I haven't seen him do anything. And I mean, I'm not necessarily. I didn't, and I didn't bring his name up to like name drop him as yeah. like, oh my God, is Urban Meyer? No, because I've seen a lot of college coaches come to the NFL. Oh my God, it, it's horrible. <laughs> it just, just does not work. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, th- I think Saban even tried it. And yeah. It did not work. You know, uh, he was decent. I think he, once he got that <laughs> offer from Alabama, he was just like, oh, I can't pass up on that. No, I get that. Because even know, in Miami, he wasn't a horrible Miami head coach. I mean, what, what, there were like five and. Five and whatever. What is it now? Five and eleven. I, just, yeah. The new schedule is five throwing me 12. off. On, I no. know. I know. <laughs> if, even if you said, I'll just correct it back. <laughs> five and twelve. Yeah. So I mean, well, back then it would have been five and eleven. So like, I I don't think that 
he was a horrible head coach. He was there for one season. Like it was just like but I, I wish we would have seen more of him because he was fantastic with his, being a D coordinator over in Cleveland with Bill Belichick. Right. I mean, so. but the same thing came up with Steve Spurrier from True. Florida. True. And I'm oh my god, did he struggle? <laughs> I mean, it's just oh, and who was the one from uh, Atlanta? I can't remember his name. <laughs> that was a, that's a dumpster fire. If you don't know that oh, story, God, go on okay. to YouTube. Uh, it's I a his name. it's a channel called Secret Base. I'm just shouting them out. This is not an ad by in by any means. That's just a, they have a whole story on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember his name, but you'll find it there at some point. And that is they have a whole story on exactly what happened with him in Atlanta. Okay, absolutely insane story. It, it's it. Wow. So good. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so back to back to Jacksonville, though. Mm-hmm. I just with Urban Meyer, I think when it, the when he is initially hired, I was kind of like, OK, I really want to see how this works out. Just but the decision making that he's had so far, it seems like he's trying so hard to treat it like college football that it's just not going to work out. He do, I don't think he realizes I think he's now getting that realization like hey like i cannot do the same thing but Mm -hmm. i just don't know if he can make the adjustment to make the right decisions moving forward to get this team back to winning football because he's trying to overwork the players he's already been fine i think jacksonville's been fine the most for extending workouts and doing and putting on pads when they weren't supposed to and a bunch of different things that they were fined for for violating like nflpa uh regulations and, and mm-hmm. whatnot and then the whole situation with uh him hiring his d coordinator who has a bunch of allegations out on him he thought he could just kind of force him through mm-hmm. and obviously that's not how the nfl works like no if you get called on, on on whatever bs you're doing out there you have to you have to own up you you can't cover up for these people they're these their own men they're not just some dudes under your staff Right. They're their own people and they have to answer for whatever they do. And and you felt like you could just kind of push it in just because for whatever reason. Right. And I, I just, I, again, I just think he's treating it too much like college football that it's just not going to hmm. work. Uh, I can't argue or debate that because uh, college coaches, again, have not, have, <laughs> not have a good track record. I was just the optimism of man. If it hits, Hey, you know, I mean, with the roster that it has in, in, in the state of their rebuild, I don't think it's going to hurt them by any means. No, if but, they do decide to move off, move away from Titus all the way back yeah. around to Tebow. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say all of that, let you say all of that just to say it's a very good chance he could be on the team, but yeah. I don't necessarily think it's going to be solely on just football alone. Because, I, I mean, Jacksonville, you know, they got that contract with, with in London. Mm-hmm. Um, they already put you know, Tebow's you know, to jersey keep yourself, to keep you relevant and keep <laughs> you in the league and not, you know, they try to declassify <laughs> Jacksonville is somewhere else. <laughs> you know, I mean, they was the dispatcher to you. I mean, but yeah. I, I mean, they can expand on somewhere else. You'd be gone. If all, you know, it could be 10, five years from now. Time. Remember Jacksonville used to have, you know, <laughs> I mean, cause it used to, I, it happens, you know, so I, but I like the idea that I don't think, I I think Tebow had got a bum rap. Like, why is he? Yeah, he played like crap, like in an efficient <laughs> mat from an efficiency standpoint. But he won games, and I've seen people do a lot less than him stay in the league. Like, so why yeah. not keep him? You know but I mean? well, but he's also not playing quarterback. I understand it. 
and that's fine. He's, he's I'm, I'm like, he's a superior athlete. Unless you could tell me he can't catch, you know. No, I, I, I agree with it. I, I just, I don't, I, I'm going to have to see him in preseason. And they were just so, oh my God, yeah. they're set against it and this, this and that. And it's Cause like, to me, I feel like in the NFL, if you can't get it done, you can't get it done. And then that's exactly what happened to him in his first go around in the NFL. He, wasn't able to throw. He wasn't able to to finish things off. And and it, yes, Tebow time was a thing for what was that two months? Uh, and yeah, they won a they won a playoff game versus Pittsburgh. And hey, that's a contract. That's, and he did. It. He got two contracts after that. And no, long term contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying some was a little more stability. But I mean, I understand it's the NFL. And yeah. There is no stability. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was yeah. just I get it. It's just one of those. Man, I always thought they would have gave him another shot, and I mean, and I'm saying this thinking about a in my mind a Colin Kaepernick. You know, mm. it, it, there it's it's multiple. This is just one of several stories of why in the hell is he not in the league? You know, I'm I'm sure you're telling me he can't do anything in the NFL. Like he's and a football I, I, player. If he can play, because that's, that's what I was, gonna, what I was getting. At. If he can play, they, like if he couldn't play, he's not going to make the roster, and and the team won't let Urban Meyer just put him in on the roster because that's a that 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 53rd spot is a very very valuable spot in the nfl Mm -hmm. so if if you're not able to perform if you're not able to bring value to the team the players will let you let you know and we'll see early on in the year if that's the case if if tebow is on the roster right because that'll immediately have a bunch of guys check out if they're watching this dude in practice and he's literally just not bringing it and he's on the roster just taking up a spot just so that we can get a couple extra thousand dollars for for people to come watch him right. at the beginning of the year cuz at the cuz the fans even at the end of the year if he's if he's still on the roster and he's still playing like crap that's not going to be any draw to come in to come come watch him just cuz of the name like true but then i guess finally their pr will start to kick in and like okay you do have a franchise quarterback y'all did draft that you should be focusing targeting exactly. most of your information on so that's why I'm saying I really don't know because I think you know part of the Tebow thing is part of the PR st- yeah. stunt to a degree. Now I don't think it's a all out one, but I hope it's not. It's just one of those I don't know what to take from that. Yeah. So we 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 remains to be seen. I think it'd be interesting, but because it's Jacksonville, and I'm like I like what they've been doing anyway. I'm like hell, throw Tebow in there too. I'm like why not? <laughs> I mean hell, if anything, Houston. <laughs> okay, all I'll right. Need help everywhere. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the more promising half of this division. Uh, okay, we dealt with the <laughs> let's yeah. The rough let's part, let's right? go with the top half of this division. Two two teams that I we I'm gonna just ask this. I, I'm throwing this out there as I believe you have them this high, but t- two teams in the top half of the league at least. I got both of them in the top ten. Ooh. I actually, I think I updated mine. I'll have to look to see I where I have. I them. told you, I partially, I, I, I slightly updated these. Things okay. Yeah. I'll, well, I, I did a full update on my power ranking, so it, we'll, yeah, just based off of everything because we had that whole conversation. And I know. Uh, so I'm just saying, you know, every three weeks or so, we don't have to yeah. at least come back to it at some point, either whether and, we and I think in the, the next couple of weeks, you guys will be able to. We'll have a full fledged yes. power new power ranking show as the as the preseason is rolling through. Listen, pay no attention to the first one. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that 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 all will will come. So we do both have them in the top half of the league. So that's good to know. Yeah. Um, but this these two I think are going to be two teams that I'm pretty high on. I, li- I like both of them. I like both of the rosters here. So let's start with Indy. 
Yeah. Um, Carson Wentz. It's Carson Wentz show now. Taking over oh, Indianapolis. Take it away. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess the questions are, is the as the Carson Wentz era for Indianapolis begins, how much rope are they going to give him? Mm, that's a very good question. If I had to answer that, I, I would think that they were all in and mm-hmm. they would just, I think they're going to ride or die with this guy. Okay. This you know you know what I'm saying? I don't think they got somebody in the reserve like, yeah. hey, if this guy even shows. Be the, ready. Yeah. I, I If they, if that's that team, if they, if, they, if Indianapolis shows themselves to be that team, I am completely out on this team going forward. You know, mm-hmm. if they, I'm like, dude, you. I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan, but unfortunately, when it comes down to processes and, and evaluations, man, you, if you don't do this thing right, I don't care who the guy is. You know, <laughs> I'm not putting it on the guy. I'm putting it on y'all now. You know, it's yeah. like give this man <clears throat> because part of the issue, his mo has been you. We seen what's going on in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is just a shit show. Really. Now the other question you know, I would have is so Philip Rivers was the, the was the quarterback of this team. He was the leader of this team last year. Where do you place Carson Wentz on that list with with him? Is he an upgrade? Is this a downgrade? Is this a lateral move? Where where do you see that trajectory for them? If we're looking at we're looking at like all together, okay, upside, <laughs> ceiling. Carson Wentz obviously has a bit of a ceiling. Phil Rivers didn't have anything. It was just his floor. That was all we were dealing with. He's on his way out. You know, yeah, I mean, I get, he literally I, I, said he was retiring. Right, I get team. he was a talent, but he was on his way out. And Carson Wentz is not on his way out. And Carson Wentz had Carson Wentz had a season or two questionable, definitely last year. It just wasn't wasn't a good year. Does not mean his career is over. I mean, I've like you shit, you shared. I've seen when he was on mm-hmm. that little moment. He looked damn good, but he didn't MVP. sustain it. <laughs> it would have been. He was on that trajectory. Yeah, if he didn't get injured, he was winning that MVP. The only the only thing that was going to stop him was injury, and that's exactly what happened. Absolutely not, because if that's the case, Russell Wilson should have four of them by now. I agree no, no, with I you, know, but kidding, that's... <laughs> They're never going to get Russell Wilson the MVP. I'm sorry. There's nothing he can do to get one. He got it's his just... first MVP vote last year. Only took nine After seasons. everything that he's done, that's a whole years. different just conversation. Just took nine years to get that one. That's what <laughs> one I'm getting vote. At. It does not matter what he does. He, he can. It does not matter. They're never going to. Never. Well, it's just ne- once no. he gets out of Seattle, maybe. Mm. That's another conversation. We'll get to okay. the NFC West in a bit. Um, but back to what were you asking me? <laughs> uh, just where do you see Carson oh. Wentz in relation to Phillip Rivers last I, year? So I said that to say I do believe, not by leaps and boundaries, but I do think it's an upgrade. Okay, I'll cool. tell you, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's. I'm trying to be fair. I, I mean, Wentz is he's he's a decent player. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm just not, you know, high on him and all this. But he can play. I, yeah. And if he and giving him the right circumstances, the right pieces, giving him Indianapolis, who's the right circumstances and the right pieces and all mm-hmm. this stuff and all these weapons. And, okay, if they play badly, then I can solely say, okay, it's you, and that's fine. But and I'm, I think but, that's... but I'm not even sitting back expecting that that's yeah. the thing it's just like okay dude you should be able to roll with this looking team. at this roster man you ain't mean, they, they don't lose. even have to be a superstar yeah. you could just just go out there and be a game manager damn really and do what philip rivers did and you're back in the playoffs be garoppolo be <laughs> rivers that's all you yeah. have to be you know like that's not much uh thank you that's all i'm saying you don't just show up yeah <laughs> put on the uniform <laughs> hike the ball throw the ball hand you don't even have ball. to you this yeah, backfield is insane. Oh, 
Jonathan Taylor, who is a breakout rookie last year, definitely has a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. I think he's being grossly overvalued in fantasy, but that's just a whole nother conversation. I do yeah. think he does bring a lot to <laughs> to a, to an NFL roster. Um, and then you have uh, Naheem Hines coming back, uh, still fully healthy, just to back up Jonathan Taylor. Huge ad there. Nice change. And of then, pace. boom, you finally get back Marlon Mack, who was who was what Naheem Hines was. He he no, he was what Jonathan Taylor was before Jonathan Taylor. Like in just like this this backfield is just insane. Like they literally could real they honestly could give Baltimore a run for their money when it comes to ru- rushing offense. I was gonna year. say it. If they really wanted to at at least I wouldn't go with this the whole way, but they can really, really explore ground and pound. I Especially mean, with the fact that they no also issues. signed Eric Fisher. As a left tackle? Yes. To, to yes, beef up the offensive line. It's on my list, too. Like, <laughs> yes, that right is under Carson Wentz. absolutely massive. For I thought he teams. was the second biggest pickup for them after, mm. after Wentz. It was them. He, Eric Fisher, like, are you serious? Oh, I guess, yeah. Cause, cause, I, I'm uh, just saying, Carson. Because my next guy would be Quiddy Pay, but. I'm saying from a free agency aspect. Yeah. You know, okay. you can you can you can blend in your traffic. That's fine. And no, I don't have I a think problem the, with that. I Quiddy would probably Pay have Quiddy huge. Pay higher than Eric Fisher. Only be well, no. I would have Quiddy Pay lower than Eric Fisher only because Quiddy Pay is now he's basically just adding an insane amount of depth to this defense. Put him second, put him third. I'll just start saying, him if you want to. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. With Carson Wentz, Eric Fisher, and Quiddy Pay, that's, those are your three biggest signings anyway. Yeah. I mean, and they didn't lose. Who, who did they lose? Nobody. <laughs> like this team is coming back only. Like they, they literally are only getting better. Yeah, man, they they look damn good. And if Carson Wentz can just not do it, as long as he doesn't do what he did last year, if he even if he goes back to 2018 or sorry, 2019, Carson Wentz. Right, I think that's that's that that'll get them. That's that's better play than, uh, who just left, Philip Rivers. God, I so I don't know why I couldn't. I was thinking Philip Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> so if he just plays back like 2019, mm-hmm. he that that's better play than I think Philip Rivers was last year. In all honesty, if if you're taking that whole Philadelphia situation in in its full context. What Carson, what Carson Wentz did with that Philly team in 2019 was absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing that over and playing him in that role, if he can do that with the weapons that are around him. Uh, now, I do wish that they would have gotten some more receiver talent around him so that in the passing game, he could be a little bit more effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know Chris Ballard is really big on he's very frugal with his salary cap space. So. Uh, I knew he wasn't going to go all out and spend a ton of money on somebody uh, super flashy. When the reports were coming out that they were going to go really hard after uh, Julio Jones, mm-hmm. I was like, I just don't see, I don't, I don't see Chris Ballard being the guy to make that move. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is not because he isn't a good GM who can really kind of make that trade happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of he, he's not going to spend that extra money or that extra capital to go for a flashy guy. He wants, he wants, he really is one of those analytic guys who, who's, he needs to see the numbers before he makes that, he pulls the trigger on that. Um, but okay. with that being said, Michael Pittman, if he can have a, a breakout sophomore year, um, T.Y. Hilton, hoping that he can stay healthy, obviously. Um, and then who's, who's three, four over there? George Ray receivers. Yeah. Oh, uh, Pascal. 
Zach Pascal. Okay. Zach Pascal and who is four? Oof. You're really going down the depth chart now. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, but even with that, I mean, I think that's still that. I think that's enough. Uh, because they still have tight ends over there, and and they'll and again, I think that Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor can play out of the backfield uh, as receivers as well. Um. So, which actually going back to I Jacksonville for a quick ends. second. Huh? But you didn't even name the tight ends, but keep going. Uh, just I wanted to mention something about uh, Jacksonville for for a quick oh, second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, apparently, Jacksonville might be trying to put Travis Etienne as wide, wide receiver instead of running back. Are they seriously? I know they said that some weeks ago, but they, I mean, they seriously trying to consider it this dude might a receiver. be uh, like, yes, he will play in the backfield at, at points, but with Robinson being back there. If they want to play and have a dual threat with those two on the field, mm-hmm. they'll put Travis Etienne at receiver. Interesting. So I, I just thought that was a little bit of the tidbit that came out this past week that I, I think was pretty interesting. Really interesting considering I'm, they have receivers. True. It's <laughs> like, huh? Okay, who's sitting down? That's just interesting. Okay, maybe they just they deep like that now. Like I said, they're an interesting team. Yeah. You know, if nothing else. I mean, but, I, yeah. Let's so, see how I go. Back to the to to the Colts here though. I, I if they could get it put all together, I, I mean, this one I did go a little bit more conservative with when I was making my predictions and whatnot. Uh, but I do think that if they could put it together, they could really take over this this division, uh, especially if if Carson Wentz goes back to at least 2019. If he goes back to 2017, Carson Wentz, <laughs> this okay, team is about right, to win right, the Super Bowl. All right, pump your brakes, pump your brakes. You, you just, hey, here, your Kansas City Chiefs are about to be. Your head. No, stop, stop. <laughs> Not even losing any sleep over that. Stop. Yeah, you will if they start winning games. Oh boy, here you go with the Carson Wentz nonsense here. All it's right, not nonsense. Yeah, okay, you know they don't want none of these. They don't want none of this Kansas. But I, what no. I'm saying is that this roster, if Carson Wentz is just 20, 2019 Carson Wentz, right? That that itself, they've already are in the playoffs. I think that puts them in the top four of the AFC. The other player we were thinking of was Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, yes. Um. That yeah. That's still. He's even and JJ servicing. Nelson. I mean, he can be a number three. So I'm. I'm not exactly. I, I'm not. I. I think that they have a really, really nice situation. Again, like I said, I wish they have that bona fide number one guy. Uh, that can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Ty Hilton, that's not you anymore. But um, we'll see. I mean, ho- hopefully, he does get back to being uh getting into play seventeen games. But that is remaining to be seen. Um. Do you have anything else on Indianapolis you want to discuss uh, before we get to here. Um, just Tennessee and picks? Some honor, honorable mentions, you know. Um, nice pickup with um, left guard Chris Reed from Carolina, as well as um, – Moral line depth. Yep, and Isaac Rochelle from the, uh, from the Chargers, you know, um, inside defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, you know, I, I again, taking – they had a nice roster coming into the offseason, and then, damn, you know – and after the draft and, and as the free agency was went on throughout the offseason, I mean, they just, they have, they had a damn nice team, yeah. you know. Um, now, I looked at that that schedule and, ugh. <laughs> and then it's the first year, so it's going to get a little dicey when we get to those things, so. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be an interesting year, I, I have to say, but I, I do, I do expect a lot, I do expect some great, good, good and great things out of this team this year, you know. Yeah. So, but I do also expect some growing pains. So that's gonna 
explain my variations in some of this, some of this um predictions. But go, but go ahead. That that's that was all. That's basically all I wanted to say. Um, and kicker Eddie per, uh, Panero. Yeah, they they did pick up Panero, uh, which I do think. I mean, he was good with us. Uh, he did not have a bad stint with us. I just think Carlos Santos that. just kind of like, sorry, Cairo Santos stole the show in, in Chicago. So. Um, I'm I am excited to see what he can do over there. Um, it's especially with uh, Adam Vinatieri uh, finally retiring. Um, <laughs> was he 57? He <laughs> uh, on the mountain. He's up there. I think one. it was. I did, honestly, if we're, I think it was 47, 48. Man, he just, he played for a while. Climbed up that mountain, was never seen again. Yeah, but I mean, he is the all-time leading scorer, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. Yeah, I, with him retiring now, Eddie Panero, that's those are big shoes to fill. But I am excited to see the what he can do. Numbers are kind of fabricated because they were kicking ten yard um, point afters at a at a nearly a ninety nine point nine percent success rate. So you know it's kind of padded. But no, no, stop, let's stop. Let's <laughs> go just destroy them. <laughs> you know somebody gonna jump up one day when they gonna have some hot take about man. Let me break the numbers down. <laughs> Like, let me explain. The game has been played completely different than what it was played before. You this know. dude is a machine. So, but no, Vinatieri. I I watched Vinatieri this dude is in a two. Go. I mean, I watched him in New England. I watched him. In, then he went over to Indianapolis and kept doing. I'm like, come on, man, dude, <laughs> stop. Yeah, and Vinatieri is insane. Um, so, I that is a good thing to mention because I I do think that he is going to get some use this year. So, if he can be consistent, if he can kind of I think if as long as he's eighty-five to ninety percent efficient with his field goals, Indianapolis will be just fine. Um, I don't think Eddie Panero is going to be losing them too many games. Right. Um, I, I don't see that either. Yeah. I mean, and this the other thing, they got Rodrigo over there, so oh, they technically yeah. got two kickers. Unless you know, it, I mean, are yeah. they just having a competition just to see if anybody can be, beat out Blankenship? Possibly, I, I just I don't know. That's the, you know, it, it was I forgot I, about. That's why I notated it. It was just kind of like, huh? You picked yeah. up a kicker, so okay, maybe and maybe they, maybe it's just for camp. Okay, it could be. And I was gonna say, I was about to dare I say they were gonna run with two kickers. I mean, because I was only gonna say, remember, you know, Blankenship did get injured last year. True. So and I, he, maybe they're bringing in Panero to be the kickoff specialist. I was thinking that, like maybe one just you know one to does preserve his leg a little bit. Yeah, and we went one kicks him off, or he does the punting. I mean, yeah. or the punter does the punting, but yeah, yeah I, I was thinking something more like that. Gotcha. But we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, I, I that that's actually that gives me a lot to watch for Indianapolis in, in this preseason to see how they go about that because yeah, I'll, I, I'll actually ups. be interested to see what they do there. Yeah, I look at the obscure stuff. Like, yeah, kicker. Okay, let me. What's going on over here? <laughs> I mean, because that, that's really the only reason why I watch preseason is to see rookies, like mm-hmm. late round rookies who you don't really know too much about. You want to kind of see who they, what they're all about, and then also kind of those weird competition things to kind of look out for later down the line. Especially that last preseason game. There's a lot of interesting things to look for. Yeah. Don't watch. The, you know, watch the game, but. Don't watch. The you're game. not really watching. You're watching. You're watching, other, you're watching players. You're evaluating yeah. all kinds of things that ain't got nothing to do with what's going on on that field. I don't care what the score is. <laughs> Forty-eight to nothing. Who cares? Just get out there. Just run the play. <laughs> I think the, the one of the best stats that I've seen is uh, both Cleveland and Detroit were both four and zero in their preseasons where they went zero and sixteen. Say that again. 
both Cleveland and Detroit were four and zero in the preseasons of the seasons that they went zero and sixteen. What <laughs> kind of backwards stat is that? It wow. was something interesting. It's like that's how much preseason does not like. It's no indication of how good or bad a team ever is because they literally went four and zero. They they swept their their preseason schedule and then just got absolutely ramrodded throughout I've the entire seen year. I more times than not that has been the correlation. Like for. The better like you preseason do preseason success is cop it's the complete opposite of what happens in the regular season yeah. and vice versa. Like, well, and then I mean, if you can go zero and four and then be damn near fucking you know twelve and four in in, in the regular season, thirteen. That's a hundred percent can uh, kind of in line with what happened with Kansas City and, and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes in his year after his mm-hmm. rookie season, um, he came out and he had like he was like. 11 and two in touchdown to uh interception ratio i think it was mm-hmm. two touchdowns 11 interceptions something along those lines it was a really crazy stat mm-hmm. uh in the preseason and then he went out that year and he didn't throw a single interception until i think it was like week 10 or something like that the end of the season with 50 touchdowns it was like like again that is the preseason is no indication no, uh, not at all uh, you just get to watch guys when it comes to winning and losing. Uh, you, with preseason, it is good for for fans anyway. Is to watch just specific guys and specific ser- scenarios to kind of see what what talent and evaluate some of the talent that that's on some of these rosters here. Yeah, well, exactly. It's the equivalency of a mock draft in fantasy. Yeah, that's really all it is. All right, let's no. talk about the uh, twenty twenty. AFC South champions, Tennessee Titans. They have made, they've had a quiet as kept pretty well out, outside of Julio Jones. But uh, other than that, they've had a pretty quiet uh, offseason, but I think it was kind of underrated. And they're not really talking about Tennessee's offseason as being one of these really, really big ones until they got Julio Jones. No, but they, they like you've been saying, they quietly have been just picking up pieces, getting and- better. Yeah, from the draft all the way through the free agency period, they have just been quietly just picking up players, and I think once and Tennessee has always been always had the kind of the mo. They're not they're not the best team, they're not the worst team, they're not even necessarily in the middle of the pack team. They just a good team that's mm-hmm. got a lot of talent spread, you know, abroad throughout the throughout the organization, and now they just added a lot of more pieces. Um, I mean, of course, the, the Julio Jones. Boom. Definitely. Yeah. But all these other supporting pieces that you putting around that just for that you just to build the team back up, just to keep them mm-hmm. in as that 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 playoff contender that's looking to make that push to be a Super Bowl contender because they kind of started to trend backwards a little bit. But after this offseason, I don't think they're gonna be right back in the in, in the thick of it. <laughs> and, and that makes it's interesting. AFC is gonna be interesting. Um, I will say they did lose a couple of guys that I think are of note. Uh. On the offensive end, Corey Davis at wide receiver, losing him, that's that's not nothing. Uh, but picking up Julio Jones to replace him isn't nothing either. <laughs> no, and then can't. on the defensive end, um, Jadavian Clowney, um, I know he didn't have his best season with, with Tennessee, but still he, he is a talent that I, I do think that he'd bring something to the game. Um, Don't and, need to be your best player. That's yeah. the thing. And Malcolm Butler uh, also – uh, on the defensive end, uh, defensive back uh, being lost to free agency as well. Um, that, he, I mean, obviously he hasn't been one of these 
shut down corners over the last couple of seasons, but he still is is a dude that you 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 would like to have on your roster, if not just for depth, but also as a starter. So um, mm-hmm. I, I I think that that those were some notable losses, but the pickups that they've had insane. I mean, they got Caleb Farley to replace Malcolm Butler in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in the draft, they picked up uh, Dylan Radons, who I think is one of the underrated tackles in the draft. Um, and then in free agency, we already talked about it. Julio Jones, huge ad uh, to, to replace Corey Davis. And then uh, Bud Dupree uh, from uh, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Man, that's just that alone. I know you've got more guys on your list, but still, just that alone. <laughs> I is... got a bunch of guys on the list. They, they're, they, they, like you said, you, I couldn't put it better. They quietly just, yeah, handle their business in the off season. Um, yeah. Uh, gosh, what these free agents? Where do I start? <laughs> After Bud Dupree. <laughs> uh, you're right. Uh, What's his name? K- Kendall Land? Kendall Land. Did I write that wrong? Hold on. Kendall Lamb. I'm sorry. My burden is horrible. <laughs> but um, you know, offensive tackle, you know, came up came over from Cleveland. I'm just looking from depth aspects that and you know, Tannehill can use all of all of all the help that he needs. can use. I mean, Derrick Henry and preserving him, same difference. Mm-hmm. Um you even know who Derrick Henry's backup is by any chance? Nope. Brian Hill. Won't need him. I don't know. Just, just, <laughs> I'm just making a point that, you know, if they ever decided for some crazy reason to, let's change the pace up, you know, yeah. and go with, he, he uh, underachieved over in Atlanta, but I, I, I still think he's a solid backup. Like, just saying, like, okay, Derrick Henry's not going to be out there for every snap. You know, at some point, they're going to put him on the sideline for mm-hmm. at least a play or two. I'm just even if it was me. Look, if I had to go with somebody for three plays, they're not putting out just Joe Blow. Yeah, anybody don't go out there, don't mess it up, don't look don't for the fumble. ball, don't ask for the ball, don't do you know, <laughs> stay away the from ball. the ball, just <laughs> just run the route away from the play. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take your man, <laughs> right? And get him as far away. From- <laughs> right, right. You know, right, right. He was a little more than that. You know? So I was just saying that. I mean, hey, he is also only 26. Yeah, I was my point being like Tennessee quietly had literally had put together a really really solid team. Like when I say they're like a, they're they're legit contenders this year, and I'm I'm saying that like okay, we already had Buffalo, we already had Baltimore, now we got Tennessee sitting there. Like so, I, and oh, and we already got Cleveland. Sorry, you looking at me like I you know no no I wasn't <laughs> Cleveland. I know I was missing somebody too, and we got Cleveland. That is four team staring at Kansas City right now like yeah <laughs> we're next yeah <laughs> oh, AFC is gonna be nice and I and I think I told you this a couple of weeks ago maybe even just this past week honestly I think the AFC is going to be much more interesting and much more stacked than the NFC this year mm-hmm. and there's obviously I'm no matter what I'm watching football it's not like I'm going to turn off uh, NFC games but I think just the level of talent that's at the top of the AFC uh, and and what the playoff race is going to look like, Mm -hmm. that is going to be one of the most exciting races that we've had in a long time uh, to see who finishes in first, uh, who beats who, who's knocking off who. Uh, I I don't think, even though I have Kansas City as the favorite, they are number one on my power rankings. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's no cakewalk in the AFC for them by any means. Like you said, you got those guys kind of sitting there waiting in the wings. Uh, and then after that, you've got teams like Indianapolis. You've got teams like Miami. You've got teams that are just still, even though they're not at the same talent level, they've got a lot of passion. They've got a lot of heart and they've got a young roster that's not afraid of losing games. So they're going to go out and just play their game. And if they win, they win. And and it's not going to be a, just a kind of a cakewalk of a, of a game for you guys. I, I'm telling you, you better watch out. I agree. I'm sorry. I didn't want to say no, that good. like I wasn't listening. Agreed. <laughs> Their defense is going to be insane this year. Who's is that? I'm talking about Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <clears throat> Already, uh, D'Amico Archery came over from uh, from uh, Indi- uh, Indianapolis. Janorius Jenkins, cornerback, came over from New Orleans. And they picked up Kevin is Johnson. Is he starting at corner or is he going to be the, the one of the backups? I'm not sure because they brought in Kevin Johnson too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I have no idea. <laughs> the point of, I'm looking at this depth. I'm just looking like another name. Another name. And you got Caleb Farley, who you yes. just drafted. <laughs> and now I'm going to change. And now let me let, um, let me let me let me add this one. Just throw, Chris Jones from Minnesota. I'm like it's insane. Like this team, man. Like it ain't next man up. It's like you, your turn. It's just a rotation, like a, a revolving door. Next man, next. We can keep these guys fresh the whole game. Just keep, just change them, interchanging these guys in and out. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. I was, man. Well, I'm preparing for this take. I was kind of like, damn. Tennessee is, man. They look nice. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, you know me. I don't focus on the defense being too much. But I was looking at these defensive players. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Okay, so I but that was that was my take. Take I just wanted to share that that you know I'm, I think Tennessee is they is at that table. So there's five solid franchises, five solid teams coming into the AFC, coming out of the AFC this year. You know, so at least six and seven, distant six and seven. I'm sorry, I'm just because yeah. whoever's the next team, it's just they're not going to be those five teams. It's just not. Whether it's that's a Miami or a, 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 a the Chargers, or you know what I'm saying? Any, the you're putting like, Indy behind them that far back? With You're putting Indy with... Or Indianapolis. I'm sorry. Indianapolis might be six. Okay. Indianapolis, like I was saying earlier, I have to see. There's there's some there's still that first-year type element. I'm, I, I, I got to see y'all kind of put it together. But I, Indianapolis is six. I'm going to put them right there. So there will be that sixteen now. Whoever that wild card seven is, is good luck. The rest of the league, you can steamroll by whoever's. That's what two. I'm saying. I'm like, and I'm just saying that's you basically what is that? We take six teams out of what? Uh, how many is on in the AFC? Sixteen. Yeah. Like what said. So yeah, ten, ten, ten teams fighting for one for one seat. Good luck. <laughs> like whoever the seven. I mean, and, that, and even that's going to be exciting to watch this year. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. This is like just top. Middle, bottom, because <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a losing team that's going to get that spot in the AFC. Kind of no, how not at all. The and NFC that, East is that's what I mean. It's NFC like side. it's like going to be very. It's going to be competitive. It's like a play in. Yeah, like literally, like you and me without even having a play in element. It's just like man, yeah, act like you want to lose in week eighteen if you want to. You out of here. <laughs> you ain't gonna lose and still. Get and, and that's one of the other things that I was going to bring up is that in the AFC side of things, even if Kansas City is going to take the the one seed, if if they do get there. I don't think that they can. They're they're going to be a team that can just sit in and kind of rest on their loyals in in uh, in week eighteen. 
like they're going to have to really fight for it in and I think it's going to come down to week 18 for them to to win the the, the conference. Yeah, and they play Jacksonville. Well, yeah, but <laughs> No, no, no. I understand it. I I wasn't saying that in, in the aspect of oh, yeah, they face no, I mean like that's going to I have that game notated. Yeah, okay. That particular one. Don't ask me why. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we get to it. Um let's talk, I guess do you have anything else to add or do we want to just jump into predictions no we can go right into the predictions all right well let's start with what i think we both agree with who who's 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 rounding out this this division last place last place i mean obviously it's it has to be jackson no, it's houston. <laughs> okay houston, houston texas oh my god what do you have them at though <sighs> you really want to know yeah okay i i i went through this rouster <laughs> I went through that schedule so, so many times. I was like, okay, I'm being biased. I'm just not being I'm not being fair with this team. Is that really gonna happen? Can that and yeah, so okay, so let's fast forward 20 minutes. It's 20 mm-hmm. minutes or went by. Two and sixteen. Oh uh, they can be as high as five wins. However, I got them at two wins. Right. I, I I think I went guess middle of the road here. I went four. I went four wins. I can't argue with it. I just now hold on. I went through the schedule. So did I. So, so I actually have some games to notate with this. Where 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 I'm. These are the two wins I see. Week twelve against the Jets, and week fifteen against Jacksonville. Hold on. I gotta get the schedule. Oh, right, up right, again. right there. You already had it up. You knew we were coming to. I that. was on Indianapolis' schedule, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's a tough game. That's a loss. Now, I so okay. Here's where I'm at. Um, I had like remember I have three others that that's that would be what we as you called it the um fifty fifties. <clears throat> but yeah, I, which would be week one against Houston. Um, you mean Jacksonville? No, I'm sorry. Week one against Jacksonville. I'm running wrong. Yeah. Uh, week one against Jacksonville. Check this out. Week five against New England. That's one of my 50-50 games as well. And week seven against Arizona. That's another 50-50. Another one that I have interesting. <laughs> is uh, Miami. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I shied away from them. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, just, I can see that, though. Yeah, I, just, I can see Houston... Miami is a is a young team. So is Houston. It's just one of those weeks where it's like I could see Miami just kind of being like we're at home. We're it's not necessarily a trap game. It's just you can just I can just see them kind of getting lethargic in that game and just being like, okay, we we can we can take a week off and and get hit with this one, right? And then they just pick it up next week and beat whoever that is. Um, But that's neither here nor there um the other one that i have that i think quiet is kept could be a, a a tough this could be a pretty close matchup is with uh the chargers hmm. december 26th so okay week 16 got it yeah so that i mean it, it's not a game that i'm expecting the chargers to lose it's just it's on the road so i get it uh, that's the only other thing. So those are the games. I mean, and obviously, the, the I, I have them beating the Jets. Well, the Chargers on the road that game. 
Yeah, the Chargers are coming to right. Houston. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I, I think that they could lose that game just having to travel. Gotcha. Um, I mean, that, that, that's fair. I mean, it, that's and that's the thing, trying to figure out those games. Like, yeah. When, when is that? Because there's okay, always a weird one right, every week you know, where you're just like, this, how did you lose that game? Right. Like, this is the one you lose the, the rent money on. Yeah. Because you, know, you just yeah, <laughs> all in. Easy you know, win. And, like, right. okay. And then you sitting there like, what in the world is I'm watching here? You know? Yeah. So, that, I mean, I think we're both on the same page with them there. Um, I've got Jacksonville up next. Not too far ahead of them. They were 1-15 last year. I've got them at 5-12 and 12 this year. Interesting, because I have them at the exact same record. Yeah. I, I just think Trevor Lawrence is easily another two wins. Mm-hmm. And then the what they've done in – I gave their draft outside of Trevor Lawrence an extra win, and I gave another win for uh, their, their free agency. <laughs> And that's and that's a good way to evaluate it, but but they with with that being said, they 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 got five wins. Does not mean that they're going to be um, non competitive for yeah. twelve games. I think like man, they may miss a few. Like they had it, you yeah. know. They could take these three games. Look there, they eight nine. You know, yeah. I think they're a legit team. That's what it. But hell, somebody. Has I just to think be at that the they're so young the that with with most of their 50-50 games. They're just not. They're just. They're the. They're like like year away or they're right. Give them four of those. I think I, that I they're they're legitimate. Win. When we go like make an NBA reference, I think they're a legitimate team that's two years away. Yeah. So I I, I'm at that point where I'm like I'm just looking for development out of these young pieces. That, that's it. I don't and care you're about anything. Two years away. And like when we when you asked me about how long it would take for Houston to turn around, I'm yeah. like at minimum three. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm like. That's fair. And that's that's about where they are. And now they springboard. You know, they just say they five and twelve, six and eleven, whatever. They mm-hmm. they win one extra game, um, and then come next year, all of a sudden they're damn near a ten win team. Don't be shocked. I mean, based on whatever they do in the next offseason, yeah. you know, because for what they did here, man, you've seen be, that it team could be an last Arizona year situation where they were literally a win away from going to the playoffs, right? And you're, do you remember they just rousted last year and the, the year prior to that? They literally had it. DJ Chark, Robinson, and nobody else. Gardner Minshew. You're right, Sam. And we still were struggling over who was the quarterback before that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. realize that we forgot to mention that Blake Bortles used to be the quarterback. When we had that conversation, I actually went back and listened to it. I forgot it was him. I yeah, just, didn't, Blake just couldn't remember. <laughs> I, I could not remember who it was. I'm like, I, I, I'm thinking, I thought it was maybe somebody after him. But then no. I, I don't focus on them. Like, dude, I don't know when you came. That team was so when bad. you left. You just, I just and know you were over there. That's speaking a, of, yeah, he just got cut. With uh, Aaron Rodgers coming back, they cut him. <laughs> you know what it'd be? I, I they didn't even have to cut him, man. They could have just like, look, we'll give you Nick Foles. Just give us Blake Bortles. <laughs> just we just don't want Nick Foles anymore. Just get him off our books. Uh, I would not trade with the Packers, regardless. Anyway, I mean, why would they trade a player they cutting? Yeah, <laughs> just to get another quarterback they don't want. Yeah, I'm just saying, but that would be a good place for him. Go to Green Bay. Well, do you think that they would? Oh, never mind. I'm not even gonna ask the question. Four weeks from now, ask me that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yes, I got them at five and twelve. Um. I have them in the division two and four. Hmm. I got them stealing a couple of games in this division. Huh. You said two and four, huh? Yeah, two and four within the division. I 
I don't think Indianapolis is ready in their first year to go on the road and beat a divisional I think opponent. I got a three and five. What? You say within the division, right? They can't be three and five. They only have six divisional games. Oh, did I say three and five? You three and three? What am I thinking? <laughs> okay, I'm getting tired here. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to go based on my the way I I, I didn't write my notes out yeah. that way, so I'm trying to answer that based on how I wrote my notes. Um, I'm counting wrong here, obviously. I mean, just looking at no, this code, uh, you're right. Three and three. And, yeah, three and three. Okay, yeah. But you think they can get Tennessee on the? No, the, not at all. At home. Or nope. you, they're beating I, Houston twice. <laughs> Not technically. I got them splitting with Houston, but I do have one of the games I think can go either way, which, okay. is, which is the Week 15 game. Gotcha. Okay. Um. However, uh, are these based on wins or losses? Um, week 16 against the Jets, and then Week 18 against Indianapolis. Which is what I was saying. I th- I think that can be the possible trap. Remember, game. the Jets are not in this division. Did I say Jets again? Yep. <laughs> you know what? I I even wrote my notes. Wrong. That's supposed to be Houston. That's we had a whole discussion before. I'm this. sorry. He I accidentally put having... the Jets in the south. I keep putting the Jets down at where the Houston Texas name is supposed to be, and I'm and man, I am getting super confused. <laughs> but you know, it's like that man because Houston and the Jets are so bad. They like interchangeably the same team to me. So. <laughs> In my mind, hey, like but at like, least the Jets hopefully have a quarterback. I'm sitting here. <laughs> All right, well, let's just talk about Indianapolis. Let's move off. Go Houston. ahead, and I'm gonna come back to that. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, I've got Indianapolis. I can see them anywhere from that like nine and eight range. I can honestly see them going all the way up to twelve and five. But you, like you said, they do have a pretty, pretty tough schedule. So, it, I mean, it, it's kind of up in the air. I kind of went with a more, uh, it, I think it's conservative, but I also think that it's pretty much realistic that they could go 11 and 6 this year. I do think that they're going to be neck and neck with um, Tennessee in this uh, division. Got it. So, I, I'm just at, at, at a position where I think that they, they're, they're going to drop one on the road. Like, they're going to have these weird, like, they're they're going to be really competitive in games that you would think that they're going to have a tough time in. Yep. Um. I do have them losing right out of the gate against Seattle. Uh. But then I have them being kind of fifty fifty against the Rams in the bounce back in week two. So, um. I mean, like it's all kind of up in the air. On what did you get them in the week one? A loss. They're they're losing against Seattle. I said the same thing. Yeah. Uh, some some I, I I can even visualize it. Just some kind of way. <laughs> and I, I'm just gonna see the, the whole I, I, I already know that there's gonna be this whole at the beginning of the year. Is Carson Wentz ever gonna get back to his twenty seventeen MVP form type of thing? And then they play Seattle, they get I don't think they're gonna get ramrodded. I think it's gonna be a close game and Carson Wentz might not just do something heroic um to to win the game uh i don't think he's necessarily going to lose the game for him but i can just see them dropping that and then they're going to be like oh you let seattle come into your turf and all this this that and the other and, and, and you got beat to be fair they have a very difficult schedule they do it's they they do not have any they play the entire I, nfc west every time we come across one i am going to make a note of like this is a very tough schedule yeah, i mean they play the nfc west and they play the afc north so i mean 
with that alone, that's difficult. And then you also have to play Buffalo. Yeah. So not an easy division in the slightest. Or sorry, easy schedule in the slightest. Um, but let's talk. I mean, so I, I put them at like an 11 and 6 record. Do you have them? I, I know you're you're not high on their, their schedule, so I'm going to just assume you went 10 and 7. Close. Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Okay. However, I do have a variation of them getting up to ten wins. Up to. There's there's, there's one game. Like I notate a fifty fifty game where I'm like, well, if they lose or win this one, I can see them being at ten. But I put I went I went with the under. So Okay. I got them at nine and eight. It I don't think they're a nine and eight team. I just I don't like their schedule. Their schedule is horrible. And I'm like yeah, great team, bad schedule. I'm, I'm just, I'm. It's asking a little too much out of me to. I, I can see some of these, even these top teams. I can see them beating them, but it's really trying to figure out which one. Yeah. they're not beating them all. No, know? they're not. So I don't want to even want to. I didn't even want to go down that road of trying to say it's got to be that one. You know, I it, will say they do get a little bit of reprieve at the end of the year. I mean, obviously they have to travel to Arizona, which is not always the easiest thing. True. Uh but still I think I still think Arizona is a year away, so um that's I, just me. And I got them as a win in week 16. So okay. I got them I as you I, yeah. I thought about that. I'm like, you know, Arizona is not this lockdown. We we are 71, yeah. eight no team at home. No, y'all decent, but could yeah. be beat at home, you know. And then they then they got the Raiders who yeah. I'm not expecting to do anything major this year. Uh, especially if they're not trading for for a quarterback, um, and then they finish out the season against the Jaguars. It's again on the road. Uh, I could see that one going either way. I'm not saying that it's really fifty fifty. I could see them dropping this game, but I still think that they could win it. So um, that might be where your tenth win is. Is that Vegas game? I mm, I okay. put them down as a loss. I just oh, okay. I, it's one of the weird games. I'm like, cause it's that that's like the seventh. Ain't that that seventeenth game? Or is that not for them? No, the seventeenth game for Indy. No, no, no. They got the wait a minute. It's going to be an NFC team that came in second place last year. How are they playing Vegas though? How are they playing Vegas? Meaning they they don't play anybody else in that division. Uh, Vegas came in second place last year. I don't understand how that works anymore. You never know. Don't explain. Don't. <laughs> it's fine. It, it, fine. It's a part of that formula. Okay. I'll show you the formula I was when we're throwing, off air. Oh, yeah. I was just I mean, I, think, I guess I could, because I can, I can explain it for oh, go right ahead. our viewers as well. Um, basically, how scheduling now works, if you don't know, uh, I know many people do, but basically, it's all based off of your record, or based off of your seating in the prior year. So, um, you play a certain division within your, your conference. So, this year for the AFC, they are playing the North. For the South, they're playing the North. Uh, so they play everybody in the North. They have the Raven. Oh, no, no, no. They, it's not the North for them. It is. It's the East for them. Um, so they're playing everybody in the AFC East. Um, then you play a, a division from the other conference as well. Mm-hmm. They're playing the NFC West. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then you have a. You, then you play your division six times. Um, that makes it, what is that, 14 games. So we got three games to make up. 
Uh, two of them are the other, the other within your conference. The other two divisions that you don't play, mm-hmm. you 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 play whoever you play the team that placed in the same uh, seating that you did. So Indianapolis came in second place. AFC North, the Ravens came in second place. They're playing them. Right. And who was the other team then? Vegas. Vegas. They came in second place. So they're playing them as well. And then they're and then the last game is the interconference second place versus another division. That would have to be trying to look who it is on their schedule. Is that Arizona? Marcus got Arizona or Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay came in second place. So yes, it's Tampa Bay. Kept like, wow, kept thinking it's Tampa Bay in the in the West. I'm like, nowhere near West. Because <laughs> I kept looking at them like, oh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, it's Tampa Bay. You're right. Uh, um, yeah, so it's 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 more the record. I mean, more the schedule so much than their team. Their team is, I think, their team is gonna be much better than what their record is gonna indicate this year. Yeah. Um, if they get ten wins, I'm, like I said, I I'm if they get over ten, I'm surprised that at that point, just based on their schedule, but. It would also tell me they're that team. I'm because I'm I'm a hundred percent in. If you take the quarterback out of it, I'm a hundred percent on this roster. Like I think this is one of the best rosters in the NFL. In all honesty, um, and then let alone you're talking about the AFC. Like even though the AFC is stacked, like yeah, I, I think that this is one of the best rosters in in the entire league. You add in a quarterback like Carson Wentz, who is who's a question. He he's a legitimate question. Right. If he's like I said, if he's playing 2019 way. 2019 Carson Wentz that would give me closer to being that nine and eight, 10 and six, Mm -hmm. just because people have seen this roster before they've got a tough schedule, like you were saying, but if he's anything like the 2017 or 2018, really, right. I think that they get, I think that gets him another two wins. So I could see them getting to all the way up to 12 and five in, in, in all honesty with that. It's really depending on Carson Wentz's play. Definitely at that point. What you're sharing at that point, they they can easily be division winners and division champs, and no questions, no, no. questions about it, you know. <clears throat> but again, I have to see this year play out. It's yeah. just one. Of, I'm just waiting, and that's why I didn't give them the division win. I gave it back to Tennessee because uh, they are the de- reigning defending champions of this of this division, and there's too many questions at quarterback right now for Indianapolis for them to be able to win it yet if we once we start seeing them play and if Carson Wentz is, is, is what I think that he actually is yeah, no, he, he's not I don't think I think that it's more of 2020 was an outlier more than 2017 was an outlier for Carson Wentz's career in my yeah. opinion um that's what this year is going to tell us exactly <laughs> so I'm just I need to wait and get confirmation on that and then once that confirmation comes through <laughs> I'm all in on Indianapolis. Gotcha. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's that. Tennessee, though, I have them 12 and 5. I got them winning the division, 5 and 1 within the division. This team, like you said, the the additions that they've made are insane. They've made up for what they've lost for in most of of those uh, areas. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do have a couple of holes, but in all honesty, I think that the rookies are going to be able to come in and be be successful. Julio Jones, I'm ready to see if he can have a kind of second coming of his career. Um, offensive line wise, that that uh, those upgrades there are, I think, are going to give them a lot of depth. And then you add a Pro Bowl 
um, all all defense player like Bud Dupree, I I I cannot possibly say you <laughs> this team got worse. So uh, I I think that they're going to be right there in the running. I think th- this is going to be a team that's going to be very hard to to defeat. Um, and if you do get a win on them, you got to be really, really excited because that that's going to be a hard fought win. Because and we didn't even mention this, Mike Brable, the way that he coaches his roster to play just gritty, hard nose, hand in the dirt, like we're gonna it's just basically you're running downhill all day long. We're gonna hit each other. We are going to make sure you feel us and that you're getting as as much punishment as you possibly can to bring down our guys. And then on the defensive end, we want to make sure that you know to come through here or get any sort of yardage with us. You are going to 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 feel the the hits that we lay on you. Mm-hmm. The way that he coaches the team to be able to do that, I think Mike Vabel is also that kind of X factor in this division. Um I'm hoping for Indianapolis, Frank Reich is, is also that guy, but I, I just haven't seen it from him. Um, so Tennessee-wise, I think Mike Mike Vrabel is definitely the best coach in this division as it stands right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at these these games. Um, but 12-5 and five is what no, I, I think No, I think that's about accurate. Um, I'm, I was fluctuating between – I mean, I settled at eleven and six. I, I do have twelve and five at the high end because I don't see them getting to thirteen wins. Yes, I took the medium. I had them as low as ten. I okay. can see them as high as twelve. I chose eleven. Okay, <laughs> took the push. Yeah, <laughs> I was like give me eleven. So anywhere in there, ten is really pushing it down. But I mean, yeah, if they get if they don't get to eleven wins, I'll actually be a little bit surprised. And I'm only saying it again. Wait, they in the context of not having any injuries, right? I, but they got some weird things on there. A couple of weird, <laughs> weird teams on this schedule, like that that damn Pittsburgh game in, in week 15. I just I, I don't like that. I, I don't also like, I don't like going. To I've Pittsburgh also told you that season. I'm out on Pittsburgh. I know so. what you said. <laughs> late in the season, having to go to Pittsburgh, you're a don't. Well, no, you're not a don't. No, team. no, this don't is team. Yeah. You're a southern team. <laughs> Playing it cold weather. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I just it December nineteenth, man. It's. it's I'm I know it's saying. gonna be cold, I'm, but it is still. I'm I, just saying, Pittsburgh is just not an easy place to win it. I don't care who you are. I don't care how usually, bad it does not. Usually, though, Pittsburgh has a running running game. I know they got Najee Harris, but that's literally all they have, and they have a very very bad offensive line so i'm not really too worried about great not week three it's week 15 all i'm saying it's is in that... the cold that's what i'm saying oh, like no, no, no 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 i guess i'm speaking to more as yeah i think some of those things will be addressed and fixed to some degree maybe they won't i just say i i believe this is part this is part you ask me look i let you have your 12 and 5 now let me have my 11 and 6 I got. A I mean, problem. this one game. I, I have just... a problem with this Pittsburgh game. Okay. <laughs> in Pittsburgh, I don't like it. You're gonna have to come over and watch that game. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the fact that they got to go, and, you know, and then they get San Francisco the next week. I just don't even like how it sets itself up. So it's distracting because that's 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 uh, maybe that's just how I think. I'm sitting there trying to play focus and play. Wait a minute, where did you move San Francisco to on your power rankings? Where did I move him to? Yeah. I don't worry about where I moved him. Because <laughs> now you're saying you're worried about San Francisco late in the season. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I am. Um, we'll get to I'm the my power rank. No, no, I'll West. tell you real quick. I'll tell you real quick. I, I, did, I told you I revised it. Yeah. 
I have San Francisco at 12 now. And Tennessee. And I had them back originally at 21. Oh, ooh, yeah. No, that's definitely, I told you yeah. I had to adjust that. Uh, it, was, it was early. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you have what? Tennessee 7? 6? 7? 7. 7. Oh, I got it right on. I had to revise. I had to revise it. It was at nine, though. <laughs> but I mean, it's supposed to correspond. With no, I got it. I know exactly. it's, it's I'm just proud of myself for getting that one right on the head. Right, you got it right on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> I got it at seven. Uh, I mean, let me just look at this. See where I put the Tennessee Titans. I have. Oh, I moved them to nine. See, I had them at nine and moved them to seven. Yeah, and then I have San Francisco with you right there at twelve. Because right. I used to have Tennessee at twelve. I don't. I had originally, originally, I had Tennessee at seven. No, I'm sorry. I originally had them at nine. Mm, okay. And I, and I had, I used to, and at the time, because I, I had to adjust it, I had Indianapolis at seven. But mm. I told you, I, I like what I see, what they did quietly here in Tennessee. I'm like, oh, I got to change that. <laughs> it just, I mean, but when it, at the time, I stand by them being nine and and then that was being seven. Just a lot of, it was a lot of changes since that time. So yeah. that it it factored I mean, more yeah, into that. Two big it, signings. Right. It had a lot to do with that. Not so much yeah. oh my God, I just completely missed on this one. No. It just and then, and at the end of the day I moved them two spots. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is a good place to stop here. AFC South is gonna be interesting at the top. I mean I Unfortunately, I just don't think Jacksonville and Houston are going to be able to compete in for for playoff spots no. anyway. No, no, no. You're right. I was just gonna say. I mean, yeah, Houston sucks, but I mean, Jacksonville is interesting. I, I'm just talking I about. I'm talking about in, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, in, in like the NFL spectrum. No, I, I just I, I'm seeing the bottom half of this division is not going to be really competing for uh, right. any There's any spots. No... I don't see in them in even wild card right. position, but I do see them giving some of those wild card teams and even some teams that might even make the playoffs a real good run for their money this year. Yeah, um, and that's like taking Jacksonville as an example. That's not a bad five and twelve. That's an yeah, improvement. That's a, that's a really. I mean, that's, they're coming from one and fifteen. And as I was saying, that's leaps and boundaries. Yeah. You know, as opposed to these, you know, Texans anywhere between two to four wins. You know. Yeah, you're just being, they're they're, they're basically being, if they get to generous. four wins, that's 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 basically you're stagnant at being bad. Because they were at four wins last year, I think. Maybe five. Probably. But I, I wanted to make sure that they were going to be 32 this year. <laughs> Two and 16. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and not a stretch. I mean, we just watched the team that was one and 15. So I'm like, yeah. okay. I, I looked at the schedule. And I'm like, man, I looked at their team. I like your pieces, but I, I've seen the pieces on the other teams. Man, better take your two wins and get out of here. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, so I agree with you there. Um. But then the top half of this division, I think they're both making the playoffs, and I think that they're there's going to be two really formidable teams. Yes. Again, remains to be seen what we're getting out of Carson Wentz this year. But wait, that, a few more weeks, and it'll be, all these questions will start. Will be answered. There's a lot of things going to be getting answered real soon. Um, biggest thing is, I guess, I guess what we could say the question of the day. We won't go Vegas odds this week. Do you think Deshaun Watson, one, will Deshaun Watson play this season? And two, if he does play, 
where do you think he may get traded to? Okay. So. So, do I believe that Deshaun Watson will play this season in 2020? 2021, 2022. Right. Or, and, 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 and if so, where would he be a traded to? Yeah, because I, I, I think we're all under the impression if he is playing, he's right. He, he's, he's not. not he's not in Houston. In Houston. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so those are the questions there. All right. Um, I think I'm gonna try to. I think I'm gonna actually answer that now. I mean, not now on the air. I'm gonna answer it online. All right. Cool. We can have a discussion now about it down below. Uh, please again like, rate, and subscribe this show. Um, and, and to to Mr. Decal, um, please let us put the question out first before you start answering, <laughs> so you know followers can understand what's yeah. being answered. Just throwing it out there. I Love mean, you. I guess he is listening to the show too. So <laughs> he is. I, I I ain't trying to you know ain't trying to give him a hard time, but, I mean, but let us put the question. We, out we want it to be a thread. So <laughs> yes, definitely a thread that you know, answer we can, it there. We can follow. Um, <laughs> but yes. Go ahead and uh, answer that question. Let's have a discussion about it down below. And then also uh, just share the show as much as you can. We want to continue to grow here. Um, and Twitter, follow us there uh, at the underscore square pod. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Y'all have a good night.